Al-Bayan Radio presents the following Friday khutbah from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all. Inna alhamdulillahi na'hmaduh, wa nasta'inu bihi wa nasta'gfiruh, wa na'udhu billahi min shurur anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina, man yahdihillahu falamudilla lah, wa man yudlil falahadiya lah, وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله بلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وجاهد في الله حق الجهاد حتى أتاه اليقين فصلوات ربي وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تمسك بسنته واكتفى بهديه بإحسان إلى يوم الدين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أجارني الله وإياكم من النار ثم أما بعد In order for there to be a future one must analyze as a wise person must analyze must study and learn from his history and the history of his ancestors. And this is true. This is true on an individual level and even on a communal level. As an ummah, if we want success, as an ummah, if we want victory, then we must look and study and learn from our, our pious predecessors, the pinnacle being the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Learn from their victories. Learn from their downfalls. Learn from every pit stop that they have to share with us. Learn from their biography. And see when the Muslims were victorious and why. And when they were faced with defeat and why. Today, I want to share with you two events that took place in the time of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Two different events, distinct events. Two events that took place and two stances that were taken that ultimately altered the trajectory that the believers were facing. I want to share with you the battle of Mu'tah and the battle of Hunayn. Two battles, two great battles that took place in the time of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and two very distinct events that took place in these battles that I want to share. 
The Battle of Mu'tah, and I can't go into the depth of details because this will take too much time. But in summary, the Battle of Mu'tah was when the believers or the Prophet ﷺ dispatched 3,000 of his companions to face the Roman Empire. And the Roman Empire, when they received this news, the news of the believers coming to face them, and this, the reason behind the battle, so I can give you a quick history, was because the Prophet ﷺ sent messengers to call other nations to Islam. One of these messengers was sent to the Romans. And as a result, the Romans responded by killing this messenger, the messenger of Sallallahu Killing a messenger is an international, internationally recognized law that killing a messenger is an act of aggression and a declaration of war. So the Prophet Sallallahu dispatched 3,000 companions to face the Romans as a response or in response to the killing of this messenger. 3,000. When the Romans heard that the Prophet ﷺ has sent them an army, they immobilized their own army. How many do you think? 3,000, the Muslims were, let's say, 5,000, 10,000, 15,000. You know, it, it, it's, it's almost normal to hear these numbers, 3,000 versus 10,000 versus 15,000. Let's say, how about the Romans mobilized? an army of 200,000 to face these Muslims that were coming in response to this act of aggression. 200,000. A ratio of 1 to 70 or somewhat. So for every one Muslim, there were 70 of the Romans. A number, if you could do simple maths, will tell you that it is impossible for you to face such an army. As the Muslims approached the battle or the battlefield of Mu'tah, they deliberated with themselves. They, they gathered and they done shura and they started to say, what should we do? What should we do now that we know that there is 200,000 of them and there's 3,000 of us? They're human and they're doing human maths. Not prepared, not fully equipped, under... Uh, under-equipped, outnumbered, what should we do? Should we retreat? Should we send a message to the Prophet ﷺ, let him decide what we do? And then between these companions, one distinct figure stood up and spoke. Spoke words of Iman. Spoke words of identity, of creed, of belief in the promise of Allah Azza wa Jal. He had a clear vision and he knew what he wanted. And he reminded his companions of what they wanted. He said to them, Ya qawm, Wallahi inna allati takrahuna, Wallahi inna allati kharajtum, Wallahi inna allati takrahuna, Lallati kharajtum min ajlih. He said to them, Oh people, what's wrong with you? That which you are fearsome of, death, you're fearing Death. And that which you are deliberating over is the same reason why you came out. You all came out to seek martyrdom. What are you deliberating over? 
What is it that you're talking about? What is it that you are discussing if the main reason you came out is to seek shahada, is to seek martyrdom? He said to them, وَمَا نُقَاتِلُ وَمَا نُقَاتِلُ النَّاسَ بِعَدَدٍ وَلَا قُوَّةٍ وَلَا كَثْرَةٍ He said to them, us Muslims, we have never fought a people with our numbers or our military capability. He said to them, we have never fought people. We have never fought an army. We have never fought a battle. Since the beginning of this message till now, we have never fought with our people, our numbers, our military equipment, our strength. He said to them, مَا نُقَاتِلُهُمْ إِلَّا بِهَذَا الدِّينِ الذي أكرمنا الله الذي أكرمنا الله به. He said to them, all we fight with, all we fight with, is this religion that Allah has honored us with. This religion that Allah has blessed us with. This is all we have: our identity, our creed, our reliance, our connection to Allah Azza wa Jal. And so they agreed, and so they believed, and so they realigned. Their mindset, because these men were all believers. These men were all people that believed in the same words he said. But they're human. And human needs, sometimes a human is weak. I'm human, you're human, they were human. And you have times of highs and times of lows. This is the first lesson. The importance of the congregation. The importance of being around people of knowledge. The importance of being around people of Iman. Is that when your Iman is weak, they strengthen it for you. When your knowledge is low, they increase it for you. They remind you and they teach you. And so was the case. He reminded them of their creed. He reminded them of their belief. He reminded them of who they were and what they were seeking. And why they went out in the first place. So the battle took place. And... Long story short, the believers in, uh, uh, encountered a loss of 12 companions. 12 companions only. The number of the Romans is unknown. But Khalid ibn al-Walid broke several of his swords fighting them. And you can imagine Khalid ibn al-Walid and the master of war he is. How many he could have killed. The believers retreated a retreat of honor. Sending a message that Islam has strength that islam has an army that islam will respond to any aggression and so allah azza wa jal aided them gave them support and gave them victory now let's go to another another event fast forward a little more the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam conquered mecca conquered mecca with his army and he is working on cleansing Mecca from idols and idol worshippers and its surroundings, the surrounding tribes. The tribes that were still in their own strong, strongholds and they were idol worshippers also, like Hawazin and Ghatafan, they realized that the threat of Islam is becoming ever so more real. Now that Quraysh has been defeated, we may well and truly be next. So they gathered, they made an alliance, a coalition, to attack the Muslims. To attack the Muslims and give them a defeating blow. 
The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam heard of this. So he immobilized his own army. The same army that came to conquer Mecca. 10,000 of them or someone. And including the new Muslims of Mecca calculated at around 2,000. So you have an army of around 12,000 with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Strong, well equipped, many in number, ready to go to war for Islam. Ready to fight for la ilaha illallah. They heard of this. So the Prophet ﷺ immobilized them and went with them to the battleground or the battlefield of Hunayn. The other one was Mu'tah. This one is the battle of Hunayn. It is mentioned and narrated according to different narrations that a very few, a very few of these companions stood a high on a valley, somewhat valley or a little mountain, and they saw the numbers of the believers. And they saw the numbers of the believers and they said a statement. They said, we will not be defeated today due to a lack of number. We will not be defeated today due to a lack of equipment. We will not be defeated today due to a lack of strength. What entered their heart was very dangerous. What entered their heart when they saw these numbers? when they saw this strength, when they seen their equipment, was very dangerous and could have costed Islam and the Muslims a very humiliating and decisive defeat. Pride. Glory in other than what they should pride themselves and have glory in. They had pride in their number. They had pride in their strength. They had pride in their equipment. Allah Azza wa Jal then sent down a verse in the Quran and he says وَيَوْمَ حُنَيْنٍ إِذْ أَعْجَبَتْكُمْ كَثْرَتُكُمْ فَلَمْ تُغْنِ عَنْكُمْ شَيْئًا وَضَاقَتْ عَلَيْكُمُ الْأَرْضُ بِمَا رَحُبَتْ ثُمَّ وَلَّيْتُمْ مُدْبِرِينَ and mention the day of Hunayn when you were great in number and this great number pleased you but it did not avail you at all. And the earth in its entirety and its vastness narrowed for you, narrowed on you, and you turned back, fleeing. The companions were ambushed. The Prophet ﷺ and his army were ambushed by the tribes that were on idol worship, that coalition. They ambushed the Muslims and the numbers. And the vast numbers fled all to him, all for himself, each and every battalion, fleeing. Fleeing that which they feared. They feared death. They saw death before them, so they fled. The Prophet ﷺ, being the courageous man he was, the honorable man he was, the soldier that he was, stood alone. Stood alone before the army of the Mushrikeen. He stood alone and he said, called out and he said to them, Halumu ilayya ayyuhan nas, ana Rasulullah. O people, come to me, gather around me. I am the, the Prophet of Allah, I am the Messenger of Allah, I am Muhammad, the son of Abdullah. 
And then guess how many gathered around him? A very few. A very few in number. And you can guess who they were. You can guess in your mind the names of the companions that stood behind the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It doesn't end there. The companions are still ambushed. They're still fleeing. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam alone with the very few around him advances the army of the mushrikeen. And he claims and he says, I am the Prophet and that is no lie. I am the son of Abdul Muttalib. And he would advance. And he would advance. And had he advanced alone and no one with him, he would have engaged with the enemy alone and no one with him. Then he tells his uncle, he tells his uncle, Al-Abbas, to call out to the battalions. Aina ashabu samura? The people that gave me allegiance. That gave me allegiance Life and death, ease and hardship. They gave me allegiance for this. Where are you? And they awoken to themselves and they remembered who they were and what they gave allegiance to. So they came back and they began to fight. And then Al-Abbas would call this battalion and that battalion. And he would call Al-Ansar. Where are you, Al-Ansar? And they would all awaken them to themselves and they would realize, what are we doing? And why are we here? And why are we fleeing? They would turn back. And they continued the battle. And then the Prophet said, And the battle took place. And the Prophet grabbed dirt, threw it in the faces of the disbelievers. And he said, A short time after this, the battle was concluded and the believers won. What I want to draw of comparison is... The words of Abdullah and what entered the heart and the minds of those companions that saw the strength of the believers that day. One thought with the mind of Allah, the heart of Allah and how Allah wants him to think, how Allah wants him to believe. That victory does not come with what you have of strength, does not come with, with what you have of power of people. It does not even have to come by way of fighting. It can come, come by way of angels. It can come by way of wind. It can come by way of rain. It can come by way that Allah Azza wa Jal instills fear in the heart of the disbelievers. It can come by way that Allah strengthens the heart of the believers. It's got nothing to do with how many you are in number. Like Abdullah bin Rawaha said on the day of Mu'tah, we don't fight. With our number. We don't fight with our military capability. We don't fight with our might and our strength. We fight with our creed. We fight with our honor. We fight with what we believe in. And when you have a people that have nothing to lose. When you have a people that fight to exist. When you have a people that fight for an identity. Then even if it's one person, you cannot defeat them. You cannot overcome them and you cannot overpower them. And oh, how relevant it is today. And how important it is to learn from such events today. And how important it is, it is to analyze and to understand and to comprehend what our forefathers went through today. Because there is no future. There is no future without a history. 
And if you want a future of honor, then you must look for it in the history of honor. الحمد لله وكفى ولا عدوان إلا على من ظلم وبغى والصلاة والسلام على المبعوث المصطفى صلوات ربي وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تمسك بسنته واكتفى بهديه بإحسان إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد There's one thing I want to finally to end uh, mention and that is and we've mentioned it many times in previous khutab and we'll continue to mention it over and over again for its relevance. And that is sin. Sin done individually and or collectively can impact the result and alter the result of not only yourself, but those around you. And those around you. For if you look at the Battle of Hunayn, it was not the whole army that had the same you know, thought that went through their mind or that same feeling of pride that went through their heart. It was only a few, a handful. You can count them on your fingers. But their sin almost altered the ultimate result of this battle. Very similarly, in the battle of Uhud, a, sin, a simple sin, a sin of weakness from a very few altered the trajectory of the battle, altered the end result of the battle resulting in the defeat of the believers. Sin is filthy. Sin is evil. Sin does not only affect you, but it affects everyone around you and it can affect the whole ummah in its entirety. The companions knew this very well. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, and Ibn Abbas, when they wanted to make dua, they would call out. And they would say to the people of sin, the one that cuts the ties of kinship, please leave our congregation. We want to make dua. We want Allah to accept our dua. We want Allah Azza wa Jal to hear our voice. Please leave. People of sin, leave. Repent to Allah Azza wa Jal so we can, so we can make congregation or leave. Sin is filthy and evil. And I'm sure if I was to ask you and every single one that identifies himself as a Muslim, you would ask him, what do you want for Islam? He would, he would say, I want honor, victory and success. The first step, the first step on this pathway, the pathway that leads you to honor, victory and success is staying away from sin. Because sin does not only affect you, but it affects everyone around you. And in the battle of Hunayn is a good example of that. I ask Allah Azza wa Jal to forgive us our sin. And I ask Allah Azza wa Jal to allow us to stop sin, small and big. Innahu waliyu thalika wal qadiru alayhi. Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusallun ala al-nabi. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad. 
كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم يا سامع الصوت ويا سابق الفوت ويا كاسي العظام لحما بعد الموت اللهم اغفر لنا ذنوبنا اللهم ارحمنا وتب علينا وتقبل منا لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إننا كنا من الظالمين اللهم اغفر للمؤمنين والمؤمنات الأحياء منهم والأموات بكرمك يا ربنا قريب مجيب الدعوات اللهم ابرم لهذه الأمة أمر رشد يعز فيه أهل طاعتك ويذل فيه أهل معصيتك ويؤمر فيه بالمعروف وينهى فيه عن المنكر يا أكرم الأكرمين اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين يا قوي يا عزيز يا متين اللهم تقبل دعاءنا اللهم تقبل دعاءنا لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إننا كنا من الظالمين وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين وأقم الصلاة